Hello, and welcome to the Bookmark Podcast, a podcast of the Wabash Carnegie Public Library. I'm Rachel. And I'm Laura. And we are excited to welcome you back to the second edition of our podcast. We got through one. We got through one. Yay! It's posted. Yes! It exists in the podcast world. I even found it and downloaded it myself. So exciting. And let's talk first about what we have going on in the month of October. Yes. Um, as we are recording this, we're not to October yet, but hopefully we'll remember everything that we have coming up. I still feel plenty spooky, though. Do you feel spooky? It's spooky season. It's spooky season. I do, especially because I just put a bunch of Halloween decorations yes. up today. So coming up in the month of October, we have a couple of things for kids couple of things for adults and a couple of things for teens. So on Wednesday, October 6th and the 13th, we'll have early stages story time. That is for kids ages zero to three years old. And it includes stories, obviously, like books, um, rhymes, finger puppets, little songs, things that are appropriate for your smallest, your littlest of your littles. And then on the 7th and the 14th, which are Thursdays at 11, we'll have discovery story time, which is for your three-year-olds up to school age, and it involves... It's more STEM-based activities. I should say STEAM because we are including the arts in there. (laughs) So there's science, there's math, there's exploration stations, there's uh, puppet plays, there's still books and stories and rhymes. We just are amping it up a little bit to get your kids thinking creatively and exploring their world a little differently. Discovery time is Thursday the 7th and the 14th at 11. And then for the rest of the month, we'll be taking a little bit of a break in October and story time will come back again in November. So if you missed out on your chance to sign up for story time and it was full and you want to jump in now and get into story time, head on over. You can sign up for the next session probably right now Mm -hmm. and get your name on that list so that you have the chance to bring your kids to story time. We had a really big group this time for story time. Yeah, it's exciting to be back in person again, and so make sure you don't miss out by heading over to our website and signing up. So then on Tuesday, October 12th, at 2 p.m., we're going to do Homeschool Science Club again. And we talked a little bit about homeschool science the last time, but this time we're doing a field trip. We're meeting downtown at Wabash Woolen Works and learning all about the dyeing process and how they turn... Dyeing wool. Yeah, not death, death. <laughs> but, you know, when when uh, you talk to me about yarn... Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how you make... Um, will go from the sheep or the alpaca and turn it into yarn for a sweater. Mm -hmm. So it's right up my alley because I'm an obsessive knitter and it's very exciting that um, Lisa's letting us in. I'm so excited about that. I'm not even going to be there and I think it sounds amazing. So if you are a homeschool teacher, parent or otherwise, uh, make sure that you head over to our website and register for Homeschool Science Club on October the 12th. It's going to be super cool. October 18th at 6.30, we will have our second chapter book club. Yes. And that is for any child who is old enough to read or enjoy chapter books. Mm-hmm. And the book, it's called Applesauce Season, and it is by Indiana author. Actually, she's from Fort Wayne, Helen Frost. 
Um, and it's a lovely story about two kids and their grandfather and how they relate to this apple tree that they have in their yard that they love so much. So it's I'm very really cute. I love it very much. <laughs> if it were longer, I would make it a Battle of the Books book, but I can't get enough questions out of it. So instead, everybody just has to read it and enjoy it. And then it will inspire people to make applesauce, hopefully, because And come it's to the time. library on the 18th yes. and talk about it. Yes. On Tuesday, October 19th, we'll be having Craft Club for Adults. And we will be making candy dishes that look like gumball machines. They do not function like gumball machines, so don't worry. You don't have to do any feats of engineering or anything like that. It's just some painting and some gluing. But we're going to take a flower pot and a little tiny kind of fish bowl, and we're going to turn them into really cute candy dishes. So that's at 6.30 on Tuesday the 19th. Make sure you register for it. If you can't make it, that's okay. There will be a tutorial video on our Facebook Mm -hmm. page. And there will also be um, leftover kits available on Wednesday after Craft Club. While supplies last. While supplies last. If you if you already know ahead of time that you cannot make it to Craft Club, just shoot, send me a message or shoot me an email or stop in and see me and let me know. Like, I want a kit reserved, but I'm not going to be here. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I will set one aside for you, put your name on it, and you can pick it up on Wednesday. So then we move on to Wednesday the 20th, and that's when we have our second uh, WCPL book club. And we're going to talk about Eleanor Oliphant is Completely Fine by Gail Honeyman. This is a book that I read this summer, and I was, I could not stop talking about it to people who hadn't read it, to people who had. I'm obsessed with that book. I love it so much. And so we're going to get together on the 20th and talk about it. Now, those books are on sale now. Mm-hmm. At the library, if you want to pick one up, they went on sale as soon as the last, the September book club was over. Yes. Um, so you can grab a book at the library and read it or find it through Hoopla, Libby, any other um, resource that you have available to you. Or if you just want to buy, I bought mine over the summer. Like I said, it was on like a buy one, get one 50% off sale or something mm-hmm. like that. So if you can find one. I, um, I got it on an Amazon daily deal, I think. Yep. yep. So it's out there, and it's from, I think it was published in 2017? I think you're or right. 18, so it's it's not brand new, so it's a little it's around. easier to find. Yeah. Um, so that'll be on the 20th at 7 p.m. in the program room. And then, Laura, on Thursday, the 21st of October. Yes. We have a teen craft at 6.30, and we are going to be painting pumpkins to look like monsters so Cute. my pumpkins just came in the mail. They're not real pumpkins because mm-hmm. uh, if they had come in the mail in September for us to paint them in <laughs> October, it would be a problem. But um, I have a bunch of different little patterns for you to choose from and you can make your pumpkin adorable and take it home. Just like with Craft Club, if you don't have the ability to come, if you don't feel safe coming because of COVID, anything like that, yep. or if you have band practice and yeah. can't come because yeah. I know that the marching band of the high school practices at the same time, let me know. I'll hold one back. It'll be fine. And the extra craft kits go out on Friday morning. There you go. Video tutorials, craft, yes. extra craft kits the next day while supplies last. Yes. Um, that's going to be a constant every month that yes. there is a craft. So. Yeah, I'm not holding my craft supplies anymore. If I have an extra kit, it's going out the next day. (laughs) So that's what's going on at the library in the month of October. 
So let's then transition seamlessly to what book you want to recommend for October. I want to recommend books, Rachel. Okay. I want to recommend multiple books? Multiple books because I went on a little journey with the book that Are I... Are spooky books? Yes, actually. Yay! They're spooky books, but they're also mysteries, which I absolutely am obsessed with. Here, here. Um, the, the one that I started reading was The Box in the Woods by Maureen Johnson, and it is mm-hmm. part of her Stevie Bell series. It is not in the original trilogy, so you can just jump in with this one. You don't have to have read Truly Devious or any of those books. Dive right in. And as I was reading this book, which is a, um, it's a mystery set at a summer camp, with last girl and everyone goes in the woods and no one comes back out alive and it's kind dun, of dun, dun. it's kind of a mystery meets the the tropes of a horror movie um but, so stevie is um investigating this cold case at the summer uh-huh. camp what it does is it takes the ideas of a murder or a horror movie set as, at a camp and says, okay, well, what if this was a real crime? And now let's solve it like a cult case. Nice. So this crime has happened in the 70s. And Stevie is showing up present day after successfully solving this crime at Ellingham Academy, where she goes to school. Mm-hmm. And she um, meets all these characters <laughs> from this town and from this camp. And while she's doing it, she's reading a book. And okay. I said, wait, what now? <laughs> when I saw this book described in the other book confusion it's it's meta it's books among <laughs> books among books this sounds like the perfect book to me okay so she mentions that she's reading a book called the nutshell studies of unexplained death and i was like okay, okay what now <laughs> and what they are is it's this book about this woman named Frances glesner lee who lived in chicago as she grew up and then moved to boston um, she met a fella who was the medical examiner in Boston and he's and said, she's like, well, hey, um, we were having trouble um, solving crimes because the police departments just don't know what they're doing and they stamp all over the crime scene and, and we have to teach them how to handle crime scenes. And she's like, you, they don't know how to handle a crime scene? And the coroner goes, by the time I get there, the evidence is gone. And they jump to all these conclusions and they don't know what they're talking about. And so she goes, well, I'll fix that problem with money. Because she was very, very wealthy. As you do. She was very wealthy. <laughs> so she started this um, symposium that police officers can still go to and um, learn all about how to read a crime scene. So basically you go in, you look around, you say, well, this person, has, has have they died by their own hand? Have they died naturally? Mm-hmm. Have they been murdered? And here's all the things that are pointing one way or the other. She created this thing to teach them how. And in order to do that, she had to give them crime scenes to study. And you can't make up a crime scene, not <laughs> not for real. Not cost effectively and for not a without city police department. Being arrested for a crime. Oh, true. Um, also so that. she was a talented miniaturist. So what she did was make tiny little dollhouse-sized rooms, one-twelfth of the scale of real objects, and she used tiny little pins, like little straight pins, to knit tiny little socks. She hand sewed tiny little curtains. So she had money and a lot of time. And a lot of time and a lot of skill. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, and this woman had been educated at home. She wanted to be a doctor, but her family wouldn't let her. 
go to college because women didn't do that back then. Right, right. Um, and so she's like, well, I'll just keep learning until I'm a super genius. And that's what she did. And so she's like, well, let me just solve your problems. And so she solved the Boston Medical Examiner Office's problems. She funded a, a teaching position at Harvard to teach people forensics. Women in science, man. Yeah. Women who are integral to the development of how policing and case solving has developed over time. It's unbelievable the number of Mm -hmm. things I didn't know anything about. No. So that blows my mind. So she invented like modern day forensics. She just invented it. So, so crazy. Absolute super genius. So this book is about her and it's about her life. So the two books I'm recommending okay. are The Box in the Woods by Maureen Johnson and then The Nutshell Studies about Unexplained Death, which you can Google and look at. Um, and it's, I is highly there recommend not another, There's another book about her. There's right? there's several books. Okay. Um, the one that I read. Eight, is it 18 Tiny Deaths? 18 Tiny Deaths is the newest one and it's okay. more focused on her. But the Nutshell Studies of Unexplained Deaths was put out by a photographer, and it's high-resolution photographs of every inch of those little things. And what's really fun about that book is that you don't know what the solutions are. Because they never tell you because they're actively using them still. And if they published what the solutions were, it it would give it away to the police officers attending this symposium. So that is cool. Cool. I highly recommend well all three of those books because okay. 18 Tiny Deaths is fantastic too. Well, I'm going to say this is not my recommendation, but it is a recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you are interested in things like that, yes. things about like the development of how cases and, and true crime cases are solved, I highly also recommend The Poisoner's Handbook. Oh, that's such a good which book. Which is the um, kind of the birth of forensic DNA. Yeah. And, and the not even DNA, because that wasn't used until much, much later. But just... Was it 95 the first case was in yeah, the like UK? Yeah, way later. But this is about the beginning of pathology and like yeah. modern autopsies. And yes. using science to determine how someone died. Mm-hmm. Um, that book is so good. And if, if you are listening to this and you are not a reader... You can also, we have a documentary that is based on that book, same name, Poisoner's Handbook, and it is fascinating. I don't know if so, I've watched that documentary. It's really good. Oh, I'm going to have to I watch it. I mean, it's it's the book in documentary form, but it's like PBS documentary. It's I very love a PBS well, documentary. It's, it's beautifully done. But my, it's funny because also along the lines of crime, sort of, I will out myself as a huge cozy mystery fan. So not like bloody, gory, thriller, murdery kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but um, this murder took place in a small town, and you love everyone in it, and the plucky detective, which it doesn't really have a plucky detective, but the to me, the top of the pile of cozy mysteries is the Louise Penny Armand Gamache Three mm-hmm. Pines series. So that's my recommendation is the entire series. And it's, mm-hmm. what, 16, 17 books long Something at this like that. point. I started reading um, the first book again. Still Life. Still Life. Because mm-hmm. you were talking about it. And I said, I- I'm going to take it home for mm-hmm. my mother. So I took it to my mom. And then I was sitting on her couch. And then I was like, I need a book. And it was right there. Mm-hmm. So I started reading it again. And now I took it away. So <laughs> she doesn't have it anymore. I have it. It's it, They're so good. And she is so brilliant at creating a place you want to live. Mm-hmm. Three Pines is a completely fictional 
um, Canadian town right outside of Montreal. And it is idyllic and secluded and very small town, but not, not small town, village. Yeah. Small village where everybody knows everybody. Not everybody gets along. A hundred percent. I got a real Stars Hollow vibe yes. from it. Like yes. it's that size of a town. Yeah. And it is... Which is probably why I like it, because mm-hmm. you said that the other day we were talking about cozy mysteries, and I'm not, listen, we have th- a thousand of them upstairs, and mm-hmm. they can be set in a bakery, they can be set in a library, there's a really good series, I think, set in a library. They can be about knitting, they can be about anything that basically makes you feel cozy. Yes. Also, but they're not always that feeling, and that's, mm-hmm. Laura said the other day when we were talking I want it to feel like Stars Hollow. Yes. But with murder. Stars Hollow, but just a little touch of murder. And I thought, that's it. That's perfect. A little less romance, a little more more murder. Yes. We're huge Gilmore Girls fans. Yes. So that's, if you don't understand the reference, that's where Stars Hollow is from. But I highly recommend them. And if you start to read them and find that you really enjoy them, then Join me in waiting with bated breath because Louise Penny just announced that they are developing Three Pines for Amazon, Mm -hmm. for Amazon Prime, and it's going to become a series. And then... You probably wouldn't need to have them all right by then. No. I still haven't read the last one, the most recent one. Ooh, you have a treat then. I kind of hold off. I've done this thing where I'm almost caught up, but I don't want to get totally caught up because I don't want to feel like I'm waiting for the new one to come out. So I am waiting for the second to newest one. But So that's my recommendation for this month is dive into Louise Penny. It's so good. You won't regret it. I promise. If you like murder mysteries. Well, for children's books, yes, I want to recommend a beginning chapter book called The Sandwich Thief. If you don't make your own mayonnaise when you start reading this book, (laughs) you will make your own mayonnaise after you read it because it is the it makes you hungry for all the best food as you read it. Prepare yourself because it will happen. It's a story about a little boy whose mom makes him these gourmet, fantastic triple decker sandwiches. And it was translated from French. So she's making him French chef quality sandwiches to take to school with him. And he brings them in. They're all wrapped up all beautifully. I mean, it's mm. it's makes you hungry. It makes you wish that the sandwich game in Wabash was just brought a little bit higher. Was French. Yeah, was French. <laughs> um, and so he comes to school and he at lunch comes around and he goes to his little cubby to get his sandwich out and it is gone. And this does not happen one day. Oh, no. It doesn't happen two days. Oh, no. It keeps happening and he keeps getting stuck with peanut butter sandwiches or some other little thing as his lunch and not getting to eat these delicious sandwiches his mom is making. So he decides he's going to solve this mystery. (laughs) And so he's profiling different people in his class, the principal, the teacher, the janitor, all these (laughs) different people that he comes into contact with. You know, there's there's a a couple girls in his class who's stealing my sandwich. (laughs) And so he has to solve this mystery and find out who is the sandwich thief at his school so that he can enjoy these sandwiches that his mother is making. I love that so much. So make an ingredient list as you read it. Go to the store. That's and all I some, want right now. Make some fancy sandwiches <laughs> when you're done reading it. All I want right now is a fancy sandwich. And it's full color illustrations. It's absolutely gorgeous. And it's a great read aloud. Cool. So if you okay. don't have kids that are going to read it by themselves and you think, well, I still want to read it, 
Read it out loud. It's a great one. Just mysteries all around. I know. For everybody in the family. Well, it's fall. Fall is a mystery season. It's so true. It's, well, every season is a mystery well, season true, for but, me. But, but, you know, I don't really get into horror books very much. Yeah, I don't either. And I don't watch horror movies because it's just a little too much for me. Mm-hmm. I'm a very anxious person and it's just too real. Yep. Um, so instead of turning to, like, scary movies, I turn to mysteries in the fall. Yep. And then I just ride that cozy train through winter and feel all, like, wrapped up with Sherlock Holmes and a cup of hot cocoa yeah. and just enjoy myself. Oh, so nice. See, my peak mystery is, like... Agatha Christie Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. level like not gory but not Mystery. quite a cozy and that's why I love those Libby's pennies because they walk that line enough yep. that it's not too cozy for me it's yep. still a hard enough mystery yep. but it's delightful so yep. I highly agree. recommend all those everybody read those get into a mystery yeah and then let us know which ones you're reading oh and do tell me what mm-hmm. mysteries you love because I'm always looking for a new detective to get into yep it's time to feature someone, oh. and I wonder who we're going to feature this week. Hmm. Could it be Rachel? Hmm. It could be, and I'm doing a little dance in my seat, but I, then I realized nobody can see it except It's you, not so. visual media. <laughs> okay, so I have some questions for you, Rachel, so that the people can get to know you better. Bring it on. All right. I'm an open book. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you even do here? I am the Community Outreach Coordinator at the library, so I handle adult programming. I handle displays and Mm -hmm. merchandising, which means, you know, any displays that you see upstairs. Yes. I stay, well, I don't stay out of the children's room. I'm in there quite frequently when it comes to, like, programming and things like that, but... You don't have to decorate down there. Right. I focus on upstairs. Mm -hmm. Any big events that we do, for the most part, um, Mm -hmm. I work alongside Polly and yourself to do multi-generational programming, family programming. And then I also handle social media marketing. So anything that you see with a photo or some sort of graphic on Facebook, I have probably created and put up there. I run, for the most part, our Instagram. There are a few staff members who help me um, throw things up on Instagram sometimes. And then if you see us out and about in the community, uh, we were at Founders Day. Yes. When we do farmer's market and things like that, um, I usually coordinate those things as Mm -hmm. well. So if you have ideas for programs, I'm the one to... Yeah, if you want to cooperate with the library, give Rachel a call. I am the one. Yes, yes, you (laughs) are. Makes me sound so much more pretentiously important. Well, you're you're not. You just have your fingers (laughs) on the pulse of Wabash. That's all. That's all you've got. (laughs) So, so what's your favorite thing right now? Okay, so my my favorite thing is I was going to say card making. Because paper crafting and card yeah. making is my favorite thing. I've been obsessively making Christmas cards, piles of them, so that when people in my life this coming holiday season are like, you should make Christmas cards, I can go, oh, well, funny you should say so. <laughs> yes. Here are a bunch. But um, I think I'm going to go with something we were actually talking about earlier. One of my favorite things <laughs> is Stardew Valley. Yes. No, what is a Stardew? video game. We'll play it at my house on the PlayStation. And it is the most chill, laid-back farming game. Uh, You can also do, like, mining and fishing, but it is not. Thrills and chills, it is not. First-person shooter, it is absolutely not. It is walk around, farm the ground, 
meet some people, <laughs> maybe uh, farm some animals or visit an island or I love it so much. It is like put your brain on pause and just spend a couple of hours chilling out. It's got a fantastic soundtrack. It's just it's so good. Okay, so you have another question. Okay. It's a book question now. So okay. are you prepared for a book question? Yes. Is your body ready? I am prepared. Okay, so if you could write a book about your life, what would the title be? Or, alternately, who would you want to write a book about you? Okay. Title-wise, I don't know. I wish that I have been... These questions are not spur of the moment. No. Like, we get these questions. We get time to think them over, and I've still yet to come up with anything quippy and cute and funny. But in terms of writing, my my initial gut reaction was Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. That was who I wanted. He is brilliant. But you chose a British, a middle to, I would say, middle-aged British man. And so I decided I wasn't going to do the same. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Rainbow Rowell. I love her books. I do too. And I love I love her way of capturing people who are not what you would call mainstream stars of books. Mm-hmm. Um, realistically, but smart and funny yes. characterizations. And she also captures like anxiety and awkwardness oh, yes. very well. Which, oh, yes. Which I feel connected to. So if you're unfamiliar with Rainbow Rowell, she wrote, mostly writes YA books. Mm-hmm. She has two, I think, adult books, Landlines and Attachments. Uh, I think so. I think that's right. Okay. I want to say that's right. Could be wrong. Don't yell at me. But then she 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 came onto my radar with a book called Fangirl. Which was is so good. So good. Um, Eleanor and Park. Mm-hmm. which is another beautiful kind of love story, but not the kind you're thinking yeah. of. Carry on. Yes. Lots of very quippy, interesting, smart mm-hmm. teenage and young adult characters. But, and of course, like I want someone who's going to write me at that time in my life because I think I was more interesting. But that's not actually true anymore. You're plenty interesting right now. I know. No, it's not. It's not that. I I feel like she's someone that I would connect with if I sat down to talk Mm -hmm. to her. And I feel like she could portray me in a way that I would like me. Yes. And not in a self-deprecating way, but in a way that I could read it and go, oh, I like that person. Yeah. She's pretty cool. I think she does a really good job capturing the complexity of someone who you would have overlooked in another book. So, like, you read this book and here's the sidekick. And this is the sidekick person. But then they're not. That's such a good description. You see how multifaceted people are. And I really love that. Yeah. I think that's great. That's such a good description. Yeah. She's, I love her. She's phenomenal. And if you want. she has great hair. Oh, she does. She has, has nothing to do with her writing no, she has ability, hair. but she has, she has really great, great hair. hair. She's got great style, and she's yeah. super nice. I got to meet her once. Did you? And she's just amazing. So I have my copy of Fangirl signed. And going along with our fall theme, if you have not read Pumpkin Heads by her, I have not. You need to get your hands on that graphic novel. It's upstairs in YA. Graphic it sounds novel. like a graphic novel. It is the cutest thing. Mm. It's um, two seniors in high school. It's their last Halloween night at the Pumpkin Patch where they've worked the whole way through school. Nice. And they're trying to hit every spot that they love at this pumpkin patch before it closes for the night. So they've got to get all the snacks, including pumpkin bombs, which you'll probably want to make when you see what a pumpkin bomb is. We'll see. I mean, 
You can do it with can apple. Can I make it with apple? You can make it with apple pie easily. Okay. Um, and uh, it's just brilliant, hilarious, and it's uh, it's about exploring your friendships and okay. moving on to a new stage in your life. I might grab it before I head home. You should. I think you'll really like it. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, Rainbow Rowell is my for sure, not recommendation, but she's who I would pick. She's wonderful. <laughs> Everyone should read her stuff. Agreed. Yes. And there are lots of different entry points for people who have different mm-hmm. interests. And anyway, she's fantastic. Yep. So next question. Change will pivot. Hit me. Pivot quickly to what three apps could you not live without? Oh, this is so hard. There's a part of me that just wants to say ditto to everything you said. <laughs> well, well, just remember, you know, the rule of this is that anything that comes standard on your phone right. is fine right it, it's on there you don't have to count that as your three and i would say if you're using it for work mm-hmm. then it doesn't count as what you would want so i can keep my so facebook can, and instagram because i need them for work you need them for work so those okay. would be on your phone anyway okay um if they if work expected you to continue to work okay. if you didn't have those apps which is fine um <laughs> I think sometimes that not having them on my phone would be even more productive for me. You almost need two phones. I one know. for when you're at home and one for well, when and you're I, here. Genuinely, I don't use them that much personally. No. Probably because I use them so much yes. professionally. But okay, so here's what I would do. One point of clarification. Yes. May I have the entire Amazon family of apps? Yes, you can let one. you can let Jeff Bezos take over your entire Excellent. life. Perfect. Um, he wants to serve you from the cradle to the grave, and if he had his way, all of those would come standard in your phone. Anyway. That's true. That's so true. It's because fine. I need Amazon. I need Amazon Prime mm-hmm. uh, for video, Prime Video, uh, Audible, and uh, Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. If I can have all of those things as one, you can. Perfect. Okay, so that takes care of all my entertainment and shopping yes. needs. I'm going to pick one adult answer. Okay. I'm going to use my banking app as one of them. How adult of you? How I mature? Know. How I know, but I don't remember how. I, is it responsible or is it just, I don't know if I remember how to bank normally anymore. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. Yeah. I, I depend on that app because, I mean, one, you can see immediately if anyone's screwing around mm-hmm. with anything. And so you can shut it down You can shut it off. If you mm-hmm. have your card... And you think, did I drop that between the seat in my car or is it actually gone? You mm-hmm. can stop it instantly. I love that. That's an adult answer, but it's a good answer. Right. And then my third one is YouTube. Has mm-hmm. to be YouTube. Has to be. I very rarely watch television mm-hmm. anymore. I don't even really stream like, I said I want to keep Amazon Prime and I do like it. Like mm-hmm. I'll watch things on Disney Plus with my family. Yeah. But when it comes down to by myself choosing, even on our TV, I will mm-hmm. pick YouTube over yeah. anything else. I would rather watch people do two th- three things probably. One is card making, which I already mm-hmm. talked about. I'll I will watch people do card making all the time. I've gotten started watching people do, I'm talking, not like 20-year-olds, but watching like grown adults do challenging things for like a month. No, I'm going to tell you, you got me hooked on someone that is a recommendation that I have (laughs) for everyone to listen to because this person is fantastic. Rach loves life. Yes. That's the food and home care. She has a second channel just called Rach Loves and she does beauty products and things like that. I have... Rachel loves life and Rachel recommended that to me and I tell you <laughs> I spent an entire weekend doing nothing but sitting 
knitting, and watching as many episodes of that YouTube channel as humanly possible in any one sitting because she's delightful. She really is. And then I have one more question for you. Yes. What is the best advice you've ever received? Okay. So I have amazing parents who gave great advice. I have really wise younger siblings who give really good advice. Grandparents, friends. Mm -hmm. Um, But the advice that I'm going to share with you came from a Sephora employee. (laughs) because of course it did of course so a few years ago I was um I was obsessed with makeup Mm -hmm. I was in the process of getting certified as a makeup artist Mm -hmm. which I did eventually but she said let me give you this advice invest in good quality skincare fix the foundation and then you can just have fun with the other stuff later, but you don't need to spend all of that money. If you mm-hmm. invest your money wisely at the foundation, then you don't have to spend money trying to cover things up mm-hmm. later. Great beauty advice, mm-hmm. but also brilliant life advice. Yes. And it is focus on the things that matter. Focus on the foundational things that matter. Mm-hmm. And then you can have fun with the other stuff, but you don't spend your entire life trying to give a facelift to a crumbling building. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's my thank you, lady at Sephora, whose name I, ha- I do not know, <laughs> who uh, whose face I cannot remember, <laughs> but whose advice has stuck with me for, I'm going to say, probably seven or eight years it's now. It's really good advice. Yeah, it is. Really so good that's advice. My- well, where can people find you when they come to the library, Rachel? ask for me yeah at the front desk because sometimes I'm out there I might be on the surf desk I might be on the info desk Mm -hmm. but I might also just be in the staff room so just ask for me yeah because Rachel will help you find those cozy mysteries you need (laughs) in your life so yeah I can show you where things are I was in circ for in circulation for a long time yes so I can help with that stuff I just don't do it as much as I used to I'm always a little surprised because you know Rachel and I have been here for a long time Mm -hmm. together I'm always a little surprised when I come up to the top of the stairs and you're not at the Cirque Desk because you <laughs> used to be on the Cirque Desk so often. I hear very often, I never see you anymore. And yeah, it's, I, well, yeah, I used to spend six hours a day out yeah. there and I'm just I get that be- because I was um, not on the children's desk for so long during the mm-hmm. heart, the height of COVID. Yeah. So then we have one more thing that we need to do. And we need to talk about a featured service yes. of the month. So our featured service is our online resources. Our Libby and Hoopla are our e-resources for reading and listening and watching things. Yes. Correct. Yes. We love digital collections. We do. That's a better word for it. <laughs> digital collections. Because it. When you come to the library, you see all of the books we have on the shelves, all the movies you have on the shelves, and, and it, it's sometimes makes you think that's what we have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But actually, our library is so much bigger than you can see because we mm. have a massive other collection yeah. that is yeah. available for download with your library card. Hundreds of thousands of other titles yes. that you can't, well, some of them you can get here, but, yeah. but that you can get on whatever device you have. Mm -hmm. So we have Libby, which is the app that is powered by OverDrive. Yes. Um, That was the first service that we got digitally. And you can get um, e-books and audio e-books. I highly recommend downloading audiobooks straight to your phone. Yes. Super easy. Yes. Um, But you can also read on a tablet, download to, or just stream Mm -hmm. collections. So with Libby, you get 
ebooks, audio ebooks, comics, and graphic novels. They don't have as many comics and graphic novels some. as Hoopla. They have a few. They have um, okay. movies. They have some movies. Because um, they have some that were on Acorn. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. They absorbed RB Digital, yes. which is another service that we had for audiobooks and Acorn TV. And so Overdrive absorbed that service. So you can get that those items through Overdrive now mm-hmm. as well or through Libby. And then Hoopla is its own separate thing. And I will say Libby works on what's called a one-to-one system. Mm-hmm. So you can check things out from there digitally just like you would in the library. So yeah. if somebody else has it checked out, you can't check it out um, it's, until it's, they return it. Yeah, it's akin to your friend has a skateboard. They're skating on the skateboard. Mm-hmm. You want to skate on the skateboard. You can't do it while they're using it. So right. you have to wait for your turn. Right. It's the same way with a ebook on Libby. You have to wait for the person ahead of you to return it, and then you can check it out just like a library book here. Right. Um, and you can put it on hold. What's really great now is that you can you can extend your hold if you aren't mm-hmm. ready for it. So if your hold comes up, but you have a hold for three things and they've all come at the same time, you can say, give it to the next person, and then it comes back, back to on. you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, you stay next on the list, but you give it to another person for now so that you can buy yourself mm-hmm. another two weeks. And yeah. So the, I like that. That's with Libby. And then with Hoopla, there is no waiting. No. Now, I will say that, so you can do, on Hoopla, you can do ebooks, audio ebooks. They have quite an extensive collection of graphic novels and comics. It's huge. They also have full music albums that you yeah. can check out for a week at a time. Um, and a lot more television and movies. Yeah. So this is, I will say, as far as Hoopla goes, for streaming television, movies, music and graphic novels i fully for selection purposes recommend hoopla yeah you can find a lot of books and audiobooks on hoopla mm-hmm. but you can find more i would say like bestsellers mm-hmm. on libby what i notice is that there's just this huge difference between what they can they each carry mm-hmm. so if you look mm-hmm. on one always look on the other mm-hmm. because chances are the book that you're looking for is on one of them mm-hmm. Um, or if it's not, we can get it for you. Well, yeah, we can look to, we can try to. Hoopla curates their own collection and we just have permission to use it. Yes. So we have no say over what Hoopla has, but Libby, we can, or Overdrive, Mm -hmm. we can cultivate our, or curate our own collection. Hoopla is available through Roku and Apple TV. Yes. So you can stream directly to, um, your television if you have one of those devices and what was the other thing I was gonna say well now you can do audiobooks through your Roku um you used to have to do yes you used to have to do just the movies that they had and the the shows that they had you could stream those through your Roku but now you can do their audiobooks which is really nice perfect for house cleaning yes highly recommended for housekeeping yes um it you can also do I'm pretty sure I don't know about Libby but Hoopla, I'm pretty sure you can run through Alexa as well. So if you have a device, an Echo or an Alexa or some sort of device. Fire stick or something yes, like that. At your house that you can ask questions to or whatever, you can listen through Hoopla there as well. Nice. Some of them. And if you have, like, all you need to log into either of those services is your library card number. Mm-hmm. 
And if you don't know that, just give us a call or send us an email or send us a message on Facebook or whatever, and we'll get it to you. Yeah. We'll get you your library card number. Because on Libby, you enter your library card number, and then Mm -hmm. those last four digits are your PIN or your password. Yep. On Hoopla, you need that same information, but it will then have you generate yourself a username and password. And you power all that through your email yes so they're really easy to use and if you have further questions and we're kind of doing an overview of of what's available but if you have questions mm-hmm. on how to use it just, just ask us yep stop we'll in. help you bring your device with you we yeah. helped many people figure it out that way so. yes we have it's definitely worth it. And you. the other thing I will say is if you go to our online catalog mm-hmm. through our website, wabash.lib.in.us, and you'll see a button for our online catalog. And once you click on that button, if you're looking for a book and it is available in digital form, there will be like a little computer screen mm-hmm. out to the side in our catalog as well through our website. So yes. if you just want to say, do you have this book either in person or online, go to our catalog and search for it. And it will, there's a little link that will take you to the place that the digital spot that has it. Yes. So you and can find it that way. If too. you remember your password on Hoopla, if you click that link on your computer, you can just go right to Hoopla and check it right out. Yep. Um, but if you're me and you've forgotten your Hoopla login, you can just uh, go right over there on the app. The only way I can get on is through the app now because I can't remember what I, I made know. that password. It's okay. I could fix it if I tried. <laughs> if I wanted to. We also have some other digital, not so much collections, but databases and mm-hmm. things that you have access to with your library card. So if you head over to our website, again, there's a tab at the top called Learn and Connect. Yes. And there's a lot of databases that you can use there. If you go back through the videos in uh, on our Facebook page, yes. there's some there's tutorials on how to run a couple of these digital mm-hmm. libraries, but there's also like a tour of our website. So we should probably wrap this up. Yes. I don't think we have anything administrative that needs to be stated. Keep an eye on our website, on mm-hmm. our socials, Facebook and Instagram mostly. Yes. For updated information on things in terms of policies and if we're operating under any kind of different policies for public health or any other reason. Mm-hmm. Whatever day we end up trick-or-treating, mm, I'm mm-hmm. just going to throw that out there that we want to see your kids' costumes. Yes. Downtown <laughs> trick-or-treating is, I believe, the 30th. Yes. So. Well, we close up five that day. Right. Um, but if you're out and about early, come mm-hmm. show us your kids' costume. I will be working in the children's room that day. I love costumes. And there's usually candy here. Uh, there's always candy. Always. <laughs> usually always. I have candy. Don't yes. worry. Come to the children's room. Trick or treat in the children's Mom room. Mom and dad, if you want candy, we usually have it upstairs too for yeah. adults. So um, I for see sure stop by. Yeah. I want to see those costumes. Yeah. It's important. And if you want your kid's picture taken next to a bookshelf or something. Well, I might haul out that green screen and have a spooky backdrop. We'll see. Hey, so stop in for spooky pictures at the library yeah. on Saturday, October 30th. Yes. We'll, we'll put them on our Facebook so you can have yep. them afterwards but perfect yes sounds good okay so don't forget to like subscribe subscribe, tell all your friends about what a great time we have here in our podcast that just keeps getting longer every time we record it every time we record it 
Be sure to tune in next month in November and we will fill you in once again. So thanks for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.